1: Horns, bring in the horns, please. Welcome to the podcast. It is Sunday evening, the 11th of December. And we are presented, as always, by our friends at MECDINE and the MECDINE Corporation. Shout out to them. We did receive some heat. For our opinions on the uh, the Russian orchestra. Apparently they're not Russian. Why are they called the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Can a, somebody under, I don't explain that to me? I don't understand that. No. I know where
0: English is from. <laughs> he's from Iowa. He's an Iowa State grad. Uh, he's from, what town is he from? Same town as uh, the old um, Hawkeye offensive Anamosa. lineman. Anamosa. Oh. Who am I thinking of? Marshall Yonda. Marshall Yonda. Marshall Yanda. Marshall Yanda.
1: Yep! You know, shout out to Mechdyne. Thank you uh, to them for being the presenting sponsor
0: of our podcast. Trans Siberians from Tampa. It's, no, uh, it's, it's wh- Florida. It, that's Florida's Russia. I don't understand it either. Hmm. someday I'll look into it. Today's today's <laughs> yeah, not that day. Too much going on. Yeah, there's there's a
1: lot. This was a jam packed afternoon. Women tipping off at noon. Men tipping off at five. Brock Purdy getting his first NFL start, and absolutely shit-stomping Tom Brady. (laughs) Just like we all drew it up. I mean, what an incredible three hours that was. 35-7. Purdy goes 16 for 21, two touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown. And most importantly to me, he just looked like a
0: veteran out there. Looks great. The whole thing was... I just told my wife watching that was the most enjoyable two and a half hours I've had watching a non-Iowa State sports event. I think since Tiger at the Masters when he won it a couple of years ago. Like I think, how could you not watch that and be just proud of that guy? Just what he went through, uh, and then being you know, quote unquote Mister Irrelevant, but we all kind of knew like he's got something special there. And he gets lit up on that first play, and you're like, oh no. Here comes the Brock turnover, beware! But he calmed down, let him on a drive, and then was was nails the rest of the half. It was great,
1: really, really cool. Uh, just everything that we know about Brock, we know Brock pretty well. Um, got to know his family. Yes. I mean, just just a neat story. There's a lot of guys in the business who are just shitheads, and you you know you don't really care too much. Brock was one that you were always just really pulling for. It's hard to find anybody who would say anything negative about the guy just a really good um really good deal that's a really good feel good story
0: for iowa state proud to be a cyclone today for sure
1: yeah and you get the feeling too and my guess is there's some things that he did out there today that good teams will pick up on and they're gonna that's how the nfl works right like this isn't like annoying him as the next no. Steve Young. Right. He's got a long way to go to be the guy.
0: I put something out like, "Well, Brock started 45 straight games that I always said after he came in, he's not going to start 45 straight games for the Niners. But I
1: do think they can win with it." I totally
0: agree. I don't it's, know if he's going to take him to the or to the Super Bowl, but my pal Andrew lives out there and he's like, "Honestly, this is the perfect Brock pretty offense. He doesn't have to do a lot." A lot of a lot of screens, a lot of the
1: Debo Samuel thing came back is not like disastrous. Oh, that was, that's good. So
0: that's huge for Brock. But he's honestly, I, I haven't watched a lot of NFL football. But is there that much difference that you could tell between Brock and Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: No, the where the dif, where in my opinion where the difference would come would be against really good teams in the playoffs. Brock made a, a bad Brock yeah. made a bad decision in the second quarter today where he threw an interception, but see, Garoppolo just doesn't do that very often. So, like, Brock, we all know Brock has these moments where he'll lose his mind out there. Now, hopefully there are fewer of them because he's got all these Christian McCaffreys of the world around him and whatnot. But, you know, like, if if Brock can just keep it reined in and keep seeing progressions and stuff,
0: no, there's not that big of a difference. He's got a tight end. That He's might be the a best roster in the NFL. He's Samuel and Ayuk and I mean it's like guy after guy. It's like, just don't screw it up. And I think he can do that. Plus, everyone likes the guy. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. Even when he was at Iowa State, you heard it right away. Is like this guy is is a rare individual where everybody just kind of enjoys being around him. You could see that today. It was the same feeling from those Niners teammates. They're like you said, there's some guys that are you know they're fine, but they're not great to be around. Everybody liked being around that guy. And it's it's starting to become apparent that he may have been the most underappreciated cyclone. I think so. I mean, just the the what he did. It was one of those relative deals, to yeah. Well, he was there it was. for so long. Yeah. You get the fatigue. Like it's fans do it all the time. So not this. I didn't expect this, but also once he had the opportunity, I, I thought he would do well today. So I'm glad, glad for him. Perfect situation now. See how he does. I mean, they are, I think it's, they have still the third or fourth best odds to win the Super Bowl. The Niners do. Still? Even with him. Yeah. Because the defense is so good, and the skill guys around are so good, that it's basically the Ravens from 2000 with Trent Dilfer. It's like, just don't screw it up, man. I do know this, the
1: pros, I was talking with Mike Palm from Circa, who's like a world-class odds maker, okay? He has no... Allegiance to Iowa State or anything, and we were kind of talking about this game in mm-hmm. particular. And to your point, he more or less didn't see much of a difference to move the line. Interesting, in any, which I thought was—I mean, Garoppolo's been so successful in you know his Korea, in the playoffs specifically right. with he, that team, he just he, and they had seen just enough of Purdy to be like, no, I'm
0: not gonna. We're not going to jerk this line around. Just don't hit the iceberg, basically. Interestingly, our guy Chris Clover, who is, you know, one of the smartest people around, he brings up a great point. Well, he literally just texted us. How about the parallels between Purdy's first two games as a Cyclone and as a Niner? Of course, Purdy came in at Iowa State. Remember the Oklahoma State game? Came in in reserve for an injured Zeb Noland, right? And then led them to a comeback and a win. Zeb... Yeah, and he ended his career at FCS, and then at
1: South Carolina. Carolina yeah, yeah, how about that? There's a, there's a story. <laughs> That'll be a good trivia question someday.
0: And then last week, Purdy comes in against Miami, leads them to a convincing win over the Dolphins. A good Dolphin. Oklahoma State was good, too. I think they were ranked at the yeah. time. And then today, you had uh, Purdy against Brady. Remember, the, the, the first start for Brock for Iowa State was against Will Greer in West Virginia, top 10 West Virginia team. And Will Greer was one of the Heisman, one of the legends. And today it was Brady. You know, that Brady Greer comparison. And Brady was outplayed by Brock. Greer was out, outplayed by uh Brock that that day. So great, great observation, Clover. That's why we keep you around, buddy. That's good stuff. <laughs> we are uh real quick, I'm
1: doing a lot of texting right now. We're trying to move product into <laughs> Cyclone Fanatic shop. It's a great time. And Mart says he has Almost 200 Brock tees left that we've been we've been selling them for eight dollars on the, the Cyclone the, Fanatic uh, Store. The old ones, yeah, those are collectors' items. Yeah, I mean at this point, the I actually think I'm going to do that. Like, have somebody make like a quilt or something with all the NIL that we've done. Which I think, but ser- I'm, I'm not kidding. If you want a really good cheap stopping
0: stuffer, go to Cyclone Fanatic Shop. Well, and if you think about dot it, dot com. If Brock becomes, again, I'm not ordaining him as the next great quarterback, but if he becomes a 5'10", 10-year 10, 10 NFL starter, there's not NFL, NA, NIL t-shirts of any quarterbacks before then because he was the first year to have an NIL t-shirt. He was the it, first one. The very first one. The very first NIL t-shirt was Brock Purdy. It'd be uh, an we're, amazing collection. We, we just sold a chick's dig the pump fake. Hoodie, I would actually raise the price. Eight dollars is too much of a steal. Well, I mean, I'm the business guy. We here,
1: didn't but... know he was going to go off.
0: <laughs> let's raise some money. Let's go ten dollars. Let's go ten dollars. Let's go ten dollars. Give, give Mark. me, give me, give me 20% to the collective, then please. The, um, would appreciate that. Like you
1: can't beat that for a stocking stuff, oh, no, that's absolutely and you're helping us get rid of the shit that we need to get rid of
0: <laughs> for the to new make stuff. room
1: for the new stuff, yeah, that's right that's a really good stuff um it's funny because we are Marts is texting me this we've I wanted to put out a couple of new pretty things, and anyways, real quick, that story was, do you remember when the Supreme Court thing happened? yeah, and we were all just kind of like, oh my God.
0: I already knew what to do.
1: I had gone fifteen years where you couldn't talk to these guys about anything or you're committing a violation and like you're just terrified like to lose your career to get these guys ineligible over dumb stuff that you didn't even know mm-hmm. was illegal. Well I wake up that morning and I have a text from Brock at like six AM
0: on July 1st, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: He's like, hey, we should do some shirts together. And Called him that day and we were ready to go by like eight thirty. But I remember um, like how humble he was and how cool he was just throughout the whole process and like it was just really, really awesome. And
0: he's the type of guy really that didn't do it guy. for himself. He just wanted to do it to prove to his teammates that he could do it, and so therefore maybe Iowa State fans could hop on board for them too. Speaking of that,
1: if you guys are like Christmas shopping Bloom runs the damn collective. We just—I literally just saw—we sold a Robert Jones one as we were speaking. Nice. That means something to these guys. Oh, the, absolutely. Even small checks that they're not making millions of dollars off of our godforsaken T-shirts, but uh, it absolutely mean something to these players when they can get, you know, a few hundred bucks in their pocket and whatnot. So go yeah, and I'll, check out everything you do at cyclonefanaticshop.com. It supports us, it supports graphics to you and other small locally owned business. And you're giving money to the student athletes and you're getting Christmas shopping and done.
0: It, right. And it, they're cool products. Yeah. They could be collector's items. You never know. Who yeah. would have thought the chicks dig the pump fake sweatshirt would now be honestly, those Niners fans. Oh, my God. If they, if, if they get a hold of this stuff. That's a great point. It's, it, look out. They're really rabid. Yeah, because Niners it's honestly, It's like you, people like the rare stuff. This is legitimately, there's what? What do, you, what do you say? 200 left in the world? Yeah, and then we will not be printing anymore. You're probably not making any more, so you might as well grab them. We'll get to basketball coming up. We're, we want to hammer
1: out the offensive coordinator, all that stuff. I do want to ask everybody to help out one of our uh, partners, I'm going to be putting my order in for Christmas tomorrow on Monday. So, Farm Story Meats, we've told you about them a lot. Well, here's the here's the bitch fit. They do an advertising deal with us where they give meat specials when Iowa State wins football games. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: didn't win a whole lot. Past, they didn't, uh, so,
1: they're giving us a promo code. October. You get $10 off the Classy Christmas Bundle. This is a great deal. You get two filet mignon steaks and a bunch of, you get New York strips, some pork chops. You get a pound of sugar, maple, bacon. That's a really good deal. Uh, You get $10 off if you use the promo code fanatics or you can do, and I'm going to be doing both of these promo code cyclones, 10% off of a Christmas ham. You know what a Christmas ham is? What's the difference between a Christmas ham and a regular ham? This is sugar cured, spiral cut, and really good. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be doing both of those. They also make for great Christmas gifts. So again, the promo code Fanatics for the classy Christmas bundle. Promo code Cyclones for 10%
0: hey, off of a Christmas ham. You want a little pro tip for the for the emerging sales and fundraisers out there? If you can get a gift to give to your clients that's a unique, that has a background, that's a story, way better than just getting them some, sh- you know, shot So You can say, "No, I got you. I got you this meat bundle yeah, from this locally point. sourced farm in Iowa. Really, it's good a great point. product, and then it means something. Then they'll remember it. They'll remember you then when you're giving it to them. You're just so whiz Bloom. Just, I mean, that's a pro life tip right there. If you want to impress the in laws, even like that, that's another good one." All right, so we already covered how Brock Purdy is better than Tom
1: Brady. I mean, it's one hundred percent. It's one to nothing. Nate Shielhouse promoted as the new offensive. That was within the last six days, right? It's Dude. been a, it's been a blur of a week. Well, yeah, and we were in Vegas. I got there on Tuesday through Friday. Bloom was there Wednesday through Saturday. In fairly tame times in Vegas, there was a lot of work involved. It wasn't... Correct. Especially Tuesday and Wednesday, like, I didn't even sit down. Like, it was absolute... Now, Thursday, everything started to finally calm down a little bit, and we had to watch the godforsaken Seahawks games with Hassle. That was... We'll get to that here horrible, in a little bit. But, yeah, the Nate Shieldhouse news drops. Not incredibly surprising if you listen to us. We just... Without having much info, you don't put interim OC and DC in in December on a press release like they did. When there's no bowl game. Yeah, that just seemed really odd. And, of course, Iowa State promotes him. It does sound like – and I don't know. I, I was asked this by a couple of our premium members, and I don't quite know the specifics, but it sounds like Matt Campbell is really letting Nate kind of shape this new offense the way that he wants it to. I remember Matt Campbell telling me just a few months into Nate Shieldhouse being on staff, this guy's a future head coach. We are in love with him. Like, he's legit. Um, And I think that they view him a lot like, you know, Chris Kleiman did Colin Klein. Yep. um, Lincoln Riley's little brother brother. at TCU where this is a deal where we're like, yeah – He's a first-time OC, but we're pretty confident with the guy we have, and we want to make sure and really utilize this guy and not let him leave for a better opportunity. That's my read on the situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the logical question is, well, then how much did Nate have to do with the offense in the last couple of years? Because he's been a running backs coach. He's been a receivers coach. He's been a part of that. But not being around them day to day, I I honestly I don't know if – if Manning had autonomy to control everything.
1: I don't it, think Nate had a lot to do with it. I don't think any of those guys did. I think like, that it was a lot like John Haycock with the defense. Where Manning had the controls, and I'm sure they had that's, their input. But That's the read I've gotten. And yeah. again, I, I don't want to sit here and act like I know everything in that building. I do not. But the read I've gotten is that there will be a lot of changing with Nate.
0: So he's going to get the... And He's going to hit the think, wheel and do what he wants. I mean, obviously, Matt. I don't, I don't think we're
1: done. We may be done seeing guys get fired, but I, I think that would I be surprised if Sheilhouse is like, well, I'm going to coach quarterbacks now, and we're going to move you here. Move.
0: No, I I think that a lot of those conversations are ongoing. Well, I mean, if you just look at the guy's background, you take, take last year out of it, because, again, I don't know how much he was in the, the play calling arena there. He was a high-level Big Ten quarterback. He's coached receivers, and he's coached running backs, and he's recruited Brees Hall, and he's recruited – I mean, he is Iowa State's best recruiter, too. So this this fits a lot of different areas. I'm excited to see what he does. Um, already, he's gone to work in the portal, which is great. So they, they got a, a, a commitment this afternoon, which we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more from a, the young man out of uh, from Stanford, but originally from St. Louis that was a four-star and had all sorts of offers, but had a relationship with Nate – and interestingly, Arlen Harris is the young man's name. He referenced Nate, and he referenced Jake Waters in his tweet. I'm not going to read a whole lot into it there, but I will, I'll do a little bit. Uh, Jake Waters is one of uh, another one of those guys, again, from Iowa, co- was a quarterback at K-State, thought of as a rising star in the profession There may be some room for him in one of those positions. I I received a tip, and again, this is why, man, you
1: got to be a premium subscriber. What are you doing? But I received a tip last week that Kempt and Waters were both guys that they thought of really highly. Kempt again, yeah. Both of those guys. So, again, I don't know if they're both going to get jobs. I don't know. But I do think, especially when you look at, the way Matt likes to do things where you keep things in. And I know there's people s- screaming at their phones right now. Oh. We need fresh. Pl- I, I yeah, get it. Yeah, like, yeah. I actually understand that argument, yeah. but uh, you're at, what do I think is going to happen? I think that one of those guys will probably get a job. Maybe two of maybe them. Both. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still, I think one or both are recruiting right here. now. I know Derek Hudger is one Easy of the guys recruiting. recruiting yeah. So
0: it'll be, uh, we'll, we'll find they, out more. They still have
1: room to hire two guys. Yes.
0: And then I mentioned it. They need an offensive line coach, a veteran yes, offensive line coach. Neither old. one of
1: those guys can do
0: that. So there's so there's a couple there's there's those spots. Then and they're not line coaches. You need a line coach for sure because Myers is gone. That was the other part of the. Press they race. need a veteran. I want to see a
1: fifty-year-old man, an old head. I want to see a fifty-year-old man <laughs> coaching the offensive line. That's what who's that's been what, in the business for twenty-five years.
0: And then the other out uh, relative question is: Well, what about special teams? And it does sound like, I mentioned this on the Iowa Everywhere podcast, and it kind of got some, some legs. And I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I know it's been discussed of either making one of the current coaches a special teams guy in addition or rearranged. I don't know what they would do. I think that it's, it's been talked about.
1: My guess is that it'll be a situation where Sheilhaus gets some say. Not on the special team side, but okay, what do you, what do you want, want and these need guys to do? Right. Offense, and then let's see and let's put pieces of the puzzle together. That's, that's the read I have. That's basically what I heard too. So, and I,
0: beyond that, I do not know. More to come, but I, you saw Iowa State, I think did what needed to be done, and um, you've already seen some good things happen this week. I'm glad they hired Heal Shielhaus.
1: I am too. Like that, actually, like, there's one thing that would make you all even more pissed. <laughs> like, let's say you wanted them to go out there and hire some up-and-comer from the Sun Belt. Okay, well, they think they have this really badass up-and-comer from Iowa State, and you would have been really pissed if he would have gone to South Florida with Golish and turned up. that into one of the best offenses in college football. So he's Nate. listen. This is on Matt. Like, if yep. it doesn't work, it's, it's on, on him. Yep. This is Courtney Messingham, right? Right? Like, in a much different scale. Matt won the Fiesta Bowl. Okay. Like, he doesn't. This is not the same situation Paul Rhodes was in in that spot. But this is a, that type of a hire. Like, are you going to take a step up, or where do you go from here? And I, I don't know why we wouldn't trust Matt in this particular spot. So I'm I'm rolling with him, and I really like Nate, and I think he's going to be. I think he's going to do a really good job.
0: Well, uh, and. They, one thing I, I kind of have the 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 connection I would make. He's he's kind of got a TJ Otzelberger type personality where people like him, like to be around him. Yeah, younger guy. I know he's going to continue to bring in talent. He's oh he's done it every every single year at Iowa State. He's been the best recruiter. People like being around. There's a reason why people are sticking around largely too. People like the assistant coaches there, and the, it's it's honestly like you can talk about play calling. And you can talk about schematics and all this stuff. But, Cedav, I'm telling you, one of the biggest keys for an assistant coach going forward is what are your relationships with the guys? Number one, to get new guys in that you've recruited in the past, but then also keeping people that you have. And sure, the the NIL stuff is part of it. It's definitely part of it. But then if if people like your assistant coaches, you're going to be more apt to stay. And I think you're seeing that reflected this offseason for Iowa State is the guys generally like the staff for sure. And so you haven't seen a, a whole bunch of, you haven't seen worst case scenario with, with guys jumping in the portal. It all adds up in this new era of what is most important for an assistant coach. And it's not as simple as who calls the best plays because it's, you get 10 assistant coaches. They're directly involved with these guys on a daily basis. You're a, you're going to be, you know, you're, you're a manager. If you treat your employees, well, uh, you're going to be more apt to stay as an employee, even if they're offered maybe a couple thousand more at another spot. But if you like the culture, you like being around people, you you're going to stay. Like your job, yeah, if you like your exactly. job, and if you feel like there's value, value to there. what you bring. totally. So you just think about these assistant coaches are basically your manager at work. And if you like your manager at work, you're going to be less apt to pick up the phone if a recruiter's calling you. And that's basically what the portal is.
1: Well said. We'll get to the portal coming up. We want to do, obviously, basketball as well. Quickly give a shout out to our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. I'm making it my own thing to give yourself a Christmas gift. You've been working at home since COVID. You're over it, and you don't have an office space. I bet you that maybe you're, even your employer would help pay for this. If you mm-hmm. go to gravitatecoworking.com, they have meeting spaces in downtown Des Moines. East Village, Des Moines, Midtown, Windsor Heights, Cedar Falls, and Jefferson. Uh, another shout out, and that's our guy Jeff Wood. This is Hope Wood. This is Jeff's wife. We had a great. Uh, there was a a story of I think it was like a rapper who died this oh. past week, and a very wealthy young man, and it was a big story because he didn't have a will. Oh, I missed that. And he didn't have kids and like, apparently he didn't have like a great relationship with mom and dad or anything. So there, it was like, well, where does this, Yeah, you don't want the state to decide Yeah, where does this money go? And we actually had one of our listeners tag me and say like, Hey, this guy should have listened to hope wood. And unfortunately, and you know, it's sad here, but it's, it's true. Make this your new year's resolution. Hope dot JD.com. She does a will in a day. It's very affordable. It's much easier than... Um, I mean, you go into some of these law firms and stuff. This is a great deal. jd.com And she's a big Cyclone fan. She's come on some of our trips. Really, really good people. Um, do you want to do basketball
0: or portal? Let's get to basketball. I want to get it over with. Um, Whoa, we, this podcast is now, what, 20 minutes long? Um, 25. Which... This podcast has gone on longer than the game was decided on Thursday. And Wednesday, really. And Wednesday, well, bad, women were ahead oh, in the third quarter. Good point. It didn't feel like it. it. was just a weird, that yeah, was a I, weird game. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like was Thursday like was so punishing yeah, that, was, that yeah, it kind of drowned kinda, out what
1: happened on Wednesday. Yeah, I probably, I, now I remember yeah, the women's game. Had a bad run there in the, the third quarter. Are you worried at, the, at all about them? No. Okay.
0: No, and... and it's. I think on the women's side, are they, real quick.
1: Are they learning how to play yeah, with Suarez? That's
0: exactly what's happened. Okay, that's, they're not, that's my read, too. They're not in a flow yet. Yeah. You, you know, so if you... Basketball's a weird concept where it's not as simple as, oh, you add a better piece and so you're automatically going to be better. It's going to take some time. They've had to kind of redo their entire operation as far as ball movement, three ball, et cetera. And they just haven't shot the ball well. Today was better against Jacksonville. I thought they had times today. Jacksonville's pretty good, honestly. I mean, they lost by 10. Like Kansas lost by 10 to a good USF team. Iowa State was up 30 in the first half. Yeah, they killed them. And there was times where the ball was moving. They had everybody going. You had Lexi. You had Ash. You had Suarez. But when you play good teams, Iowa State's got to figure out, it was the same problem that plagued them against North Carolina out in Portland, is when they start shutting down one of your go-tos, what's the next one? Like, where, where do you want to focus on? In the past, it's been, I'll just move the ball around and shoot some more. But Suarez changes that because you actually have a post presence. You almost have to rethink how you want to operate in the half court. Do you want to just bury it in there and throw it back out? you still want to run the perimeter game? Do you run, want to run more motion? Is it pick and roll with the guard? Go- there's a lot to figure out, but I do think the upside, to steal a term from Brian Ferentz, is a lot higher with this group than in years past. Now no, I agree. In the short term, you're going to have some growing pains. It's I'm just saying instant. Last week, that game
1: was a bigger disappointment to me than the men.
0: Oh, I I, I think that's fair
1: because the because the men you just never know. It, like they, they may are, sh- they're going to show up and play like crap some night.
0: Yeah, they are who we thought they were. Yeah, and that was that was the tech game from last year. Yeah, you know. I mean, in was I disappointed tournament?
1: that they didn't compete in that? Absolutely. Like without Chris Murray, absolutely all that stuff. I tweeted this the day after, and I and I stand by it. Like my opinion on that team hasn't changed. No, it's they're the same team. They will
0: do that uh, multiple times, quite a few times. You're gonna this year. see that a lot. They're just not. They don't make enough shots. But then you see it today, C Dub, where they make 10 threes, and they win by forty. You know, so I. It is. They are who we. They're going to be great on defense. That was the disappointing thing to me. They didn't bring it. Is man. They just. They, they got buried early, and it's like they lost. It's like a, a boxer that got, you know, it's bell rung early, and they just quite didn't respond. And Iowa, what, that's, to their credit, was, was imposing early. And Iowa State never was in the game. Iowa was more physical than Iowa State, Especially which I early. never would have expected. I thought they. So. Iowa heard it all week, I'm sure. Especially since that Duke game. Because that's all we talked about in Vegas. like, I don't think Iowa's going to be able to handle the, the yeah. toughness of Iowa State. And I'm sure they were fired up about it. Iowa does not like Iowa State. No. The coaching staffs do not like each other. They were ready to go. And you had a guy like Rabracha, Br- who is not known as a real intimidating presence, who had as much firepower it, and, and tenacity as ever seen the guy. I think,
1: too, it's it's for real. Like, We've seen this in sports. When you have a guy like Chris go down, you see the others rise. Now, how long does that last is a question, but they rose to the occasion. They had a packed house, right? And they, that was the disappointing part to me about the men's game. I thought that it was very realistic that they would lose the game, okay? I didn't think that they would be killed on the glass, you know, and just really get sucked out
0: of, what Iowa State basketball is right now. That was the disappointing part. Totally agree. Totally agree. You give up 50% shooting to Iowa without Murray. Not great. Uh, and then you get out rebounded, like you just said, 35 29. You did turn them over 18 times. You did some things that, that Iowa State will typically do, but that first half, I think Iowa only had like six turnovers. It was clear. They had so many open looks. Yeah. The first 10 minutes were just as bad as I would say. it's been all year. And you can't recover from that. And uh, it was a good, uh, not the worst thing to go through that in December. No. And I'm glad both responded today, even against it was, you know, Jacksonville and McNeese. But that's that's growth. You got a little bit more today. Like, so you.
1: I'll say this. The, here's the thing. In they're going to get better offense they're already offensively better than they were a year ago iowa state is can we make that yeah, clear yeah absolutely pretty significantly too um as far as efficiency goes they're not they're yeah, not they're, scoring in the 90 like i understand yeah,
0: it's better it is better
1: um and they will continue to get better like when you have like Momchilovich next year and stuff oh right gosh, like and, it's going to make a big difference by the way i watched uh, tj's uh, Omaha. going to move around to his team not be stuck he's be on stuck, he's yeah. not saying hey uh Bryce Young's my quarterback but we're still going to run the triple option good
0: point because i always say it's going to be a markedly different offensive team next year um just based but my personal.
1: point to fans right and we've i've tried to you have to understand like with this team they're never going to beat Kansas by being this elite offensive unit nope. you have to bully people you have to rebound you have to defend and they got out bullied, out defended, and out rebounded by Iowa. So
0: you're for three. I'm not worried not about the
1: offense, and because you can expect that from time to time with this team, they got beat doing what they do by what I all things considered a very finesse type of basketball. Yeah. team.
0: Yeah, I mean, here's here's what I would say, and I'm I'm sure it's being talked about up there. I, I he's had his moments, but Iowa State just needs. Right now, it needs more from Oshun. Okay, I'm just going to be flat out honest not consistent, here. He's yeah. not doing it enough. And, you know, against Iowa, 10 minutes, four points, three turnovers, one rebound. He's not rebounding the ball at a high level at all, which is weird because he was a high-level rebounder for a couple of years at Bonaventure. And I don't know. I mean, they're, they're asking him to do probably more than he did at Bonaventure in the post. But nine rebounds – or, excuse me, nine points and three rebounds from, from Oshun – is just not going to be enough against high-level Big 12 big competition. I say this as a compliment to Oshun. I've seen him in practice. He has some traits that translate to the NBA. Like He does some things that that would fit in the NBA. But what he needs to do is he needs to be able to make a layup and dunk the ball. And as importantly, more importantly, he needs to rebound the ball on the other end. He's got to get better. Three and a half rebounds per game is just not going to do it. In the Big 12. And if you look at what's the biggest improvement Iowa State can make, is Oshu needs to be a dominant force like he was at times against Villanova and North Carolina. You can't have him being passive and getting getting taken to by Rebrachas of the world. Like, that won't work. There's a no. lot better Rebrachas in the Big 12. Rabracha
1: so is kind of their Robert Jones. He's a mid-major player. He, who has worked pretty hard to get to where he is. He's not like this elite skill guy. Yeah, but you just, I mean. Or
0: physicality or anything. Shun, you know, and even against, North, I take that back. In North Carolina, he wasn't very good. He was really good against Villanova was the game. You need more of that. The Like, he should watch the Villanova game and say, that's what I need to be more consistent on a daily basis. I think he's a great player. I don't mean this as a shot to Oshun, but For Iowa State to reach its potential, it needs Oshun to be better than he's been the last two weeks. I would agree, and it's pretty clear that Ward is a work in progress. Yeah, he's um,
1: similar. I mean, good. He's an for, energy guy off the bench. The
0: That's, good news for Iowa State is is Jones has honestly picked yeah. up Oshun quite a bit. I Jones think, is the best post they have right now. He's currently been the most productive. Am I wrong? If, if you consider Jazz a post, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I consider a him. Yeah. He's yeah. a big wing, and yeah. then Trey. This is the interesting thing to watch. Trey King is eligible next week. Yep. Well, whose minutes does he take? I don't know yet. Yeah. That's somebody should ask that to TJ this week. I'm not telling you to do your job, it's figure out where they where they plan Trey's minutes. Because he's not really a big, but he's but Jazz is arguably the most consistent but of but the big. Trey, I remember when they were scouting him to take the commitment,
1: like he he does care about defense. He's he plays really hard. Otherwise they wouldn't and he's six seven. I mean, he's I, not small. I remember when that was going through, like at the time they really didn't want to take anybody. When yeah, when yeah. he committed, but they felt like he was too good of a fit to pass up. And on.
0: And he's been, he's been really come on the last month too. Where it's to the point where well, like, would, okay, they're ready. For, they're ready for him to be on the court. And that makes sense because you
1: know as the times ticking and he knows that his it's opportunity's coming. Yep, yeah, dead on. I wish that they would have had
0: him in the non-con though because yeah, it, it's, it would have been. He hadn't played in two years. This team will be a little bit more enjoyable to watch once when, when he's on the floor because it's another threat. Yeah, I just. I don't know how
1: much I can expect. I just, it's hard to, those guys usually aren't that great that first semester.
0: Uh, no, I, and that's why, I, I don't want i don't want the expect expectations that he's going to come in and, yeah. you know, put up 15 and 10. Have we he, ever
1: had a guy at Iowa State do that? Like, that <laughs> first semester, trying to think, no, was McKay the best? McKay was the best. He would have been the best.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he was honestly really impactful from yeah. the get-go, but yeah. all he had to yeah. do was yeah. block shots and rebound and dunk. Yeah. Because he had all those other guys around him, and Trey King is—he's going to have to have that. He's yeah. going to have to create some shots on his own. So we'll see. I think he can do it. I, this isn't going to be a top top fifty offense or anything, but I think Trey will help.
1: And it, it really is telling too. Just one, how far Jones has come, and two, I'm not—I don't want to talk bad about George Konted, but like it, the posts haven't been great, and it's like it's still considerably better than last year, if you look at numbers.
0: Totally. Yeah, it, it it very much so. I mean, you, you're you're still ahead of where you were a year ago. I tr- I know that you've lost two games, and I. Th- but I, I do think, back <laughs> to I said, I think the upside for this team is still, you know, from in the Big Twelve specifically. I'm not saying the Sweet Sixteen, but in the Big Twelve, I think Iowa State can get to seven, eight, nine wins. I don't think the Big Twelve is as good this year either, so far.
1: Uh, if buying a house is something that you plan on doing in 2023, I want to put a bug in your ear about Danielson Law. Uh, D A N I L S O N Law is where you can get more information. My friend Jeremy is a real estate attorney. Again, do you ever know that that even existed? I got a, this. Is good. I've only bought one house in my life, and I didn't hire an attorney. So now that I, but if I ever have to sell one. And then buy one. You got people to do all those documents. Now, a lot of times your realtor will be like, oh, we got people for this. No, 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 no. I want to send you to my friend, Jeremy. Ask them first. They'll Jeremy Daniels. charge way less than the. I,
0: I bet you save a lot of money. Four to six percent that realtors yeah. do.
1: Uh, Danielsonlaw.com. Check him out. Uh, diehard Cyclone. Uh, he and his wife are awesome people. D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N-Law.com. Um, okay, your football recruiting update slash portal is this is an ongoing process, constantly It's a
0: fluid situation. Well, we'll start with uh, TJ Tampa. Yeah, is. that was a great. I was very excited. That's awesome. To, and I kind of had a hint, but yeah, it was nice that he made it official. On, That's why you become a part of the collective on Friday. Oh, you know, it was a good. It was a good week. I, I hope, Chris. I hope people realize that they can see some of the things we're doing. I'm not. I'm not going in the Des Moines Register like the Iowa Collective or on Murphy and Andy like the Iowa Collective to, to advertise exactly, hey, this is what we're doing. Look, what we've, we've got all these guys. Yeah. Our goal is to retain the Iowa State's best players. And we're doing that behind the scenes. We don't want to make it totally. They haven't lost a stud. So far. Uh, and I feel, I feel good. I feel good about things. This, Fran McCaffrey just <laughs> lost his top. Oh, oh god! this is going to be that an is a, all-time that is a, great meme. Is it a GIF or a GIF? <laughs> oh, my God. And to that point, uh, pretty cool thing. Saturday, we had Gary Vaughn, Dominique Orange, and Jeremiah Cooper, all at YSS and Ames, helping with their adopt-a-family drive. Oh, cool. So, getting unique ways. We're going to help these guys a little bit with NIL, but then also do some good in the community, so... We're trying to make an impact, and uh, you know, ultimately, we've helped probably fifteen football players this offseason season already. That's cool. So, it's been good, and and so far, knock on wood, it's helped. I think helped a little bit. Plus, now the great thing is, you'll see some portal activity. That's not our main focus, but we're not against helping those guys once they do yeah. come here.
1: So for years beyond, got a. Stanford transfer today. Yeah, running back. Um, you fully disclosure. I've not been too locked into this. I've been following a lot of the coaching stuff for sure. Uh, Connor's doing a pretty good job of, of keeping us updated. Uh, but two commitments came today. I can tell you a lot about the the prep commitment, Bloom, and I'll I'll see what you know about the portal kid. But the uh, the prep commitment is a very Unheralded kid out of New Jersey who I don't know the full story on how Iowa State got to meet him. Zamir Hawk is his name. I don't know the full story, mm-hmm. but he had a bunch of FCS and a couple of like MAC type of offers. And Iowa State and Eli Rashid, who's the defensive line coach, and he's I mean, is there a more unheralded guy in the Campbell era than Eli Rashid? If you look oh, at the defensive line, incredible. they 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 saw and they loved this kid, Zamir Hawk. I did some wrestling; he's got a wrestling background. I saw, and they are convinced that they can uh, make this kid really, really good. He now, if you're if you're all about stars and you're all about offers, this kid's not going to have it. But I absolutely trust their talent evaluation with defensive. They linemen. have been
0: as good on defensive alignment as any position group. Yeah,
1: bar none. Probably that's their best,
0: right? That and running back. And still really good. That though. and running back, right? But yeah, I would. That's I would why say I'm so. still convinced Norton's going to be a star. Well, it, yeah, he's got he's got a chance. The nice thing is so the, on the running back side, uh, Arlen Harris is the Stanford back that committed. Didn't play much last year. For didn't Stanford. had a, kind of a weird. De- so smart, super smart kid. Um, went out there to challenge himself academically and did really well academically, but just didn't fit for some reason. Only played like three games out there. But coming out of St. Louis, he'd, uh, his offers were Arkansas, Florida, Iowa, Iowa State, LSU, Michigan, Michigan State, among many others. So high level talent, uh, super smart guy, like I said, and he's going to be in, in in a factor. I I need to look for sure. I don't know if he played enough to burn his redshirt or not, but he's got at least at least three years at Iowa State, and I think he'll compete along with Brock and, and Norton this off to to be the guy. And um, had a great relationship, as we said earlier, with Nate and with uh, Jake Waters, and uh, he's a great ad. Exactly what I was. Any Iowa State won the battle over Iowa. I was also interested in him transferring and K State. So a couple of local schools. He only visited Iowa State. And you know this, when Iowa State gets them on campus, they're rock solid and he didn't go anywhere else. Had a couple of other
1: guys on campus this week. Zach Durfree. He is a D two guy. Um but a like all world D two Yeah, they're super end. pumped about him. Um so he's getting a lot of love. And then what was the other one's C League? Or no, uh Tesla. He was last Tesla last week. was last week. He's yeah. the wide receiver. Yep. Another D2 guy. Uh Ryan C League from Western. Yes, from Western Michigan. Yeah.
0: I, you're, it's going to be there'll be some movement. I would say it's going to be I mean, it has what? 8 to 10 guys to replace. I expect them to do that. And um yeah, I think ter- things are trending in a good direction. I will say this too and you know, I'm writing up a
1: big thing about my uh about all this on premium. It'll have to you guys by Monday. Is there's really none of the transfers that they've had go that really surprised them. The only surprise of the offseason was MJ Anderson. Correct. So yep. just keep that in mind. I mean now this is the this is the college football free agency.
0: It, yeah, some people not, hate, but this is it. This is we're in it right now. And honestly, like I'm happy so far, but it's the portals open until mid to late January. Yeah. So it's not like you can just you know, you well, there's get, a lot of guys overly
1: excited. That, there's a lot of guys that will go in after their bowl. Correct. Game. You get the bowl game situation. So there's going to be more movement. here.
0: But to get to keep TJ is great. I think it signals exactly what we were hoping for is. NIL is just a sp- a small part of their entire experience. So honestly, are we helping them a little bit with the collective? Yes. And so thank you to all who support. We will. He had way bigger offers. Just to be honest. Yeah, Way, way, way bigger. He big. could have gone anywhere. He could comes. probably do whatever he wanted. But he wanted to finish what he started here and be a cycle, and he loves it here. And so, again, if you can make their experience better, so what does that mean? It's not only helping in NIL. And listen, I would appreciate all of the contributions we can, especially as we get to the end of the year. But showing up for games, buying the the NIL T-shirts, being there, being present, being... Uh, encouraging on social media all this goes together not to mention them liking this the, the coaching staff liking their professors liking everything about Iowa State which we all do so NIL is kind of this big scary thing but I think it's proven at least in this initial offseason which I thought could get kind of scary that Iowa State still has a lot to sell and if we can at least keep up a little bit in the NIL world um, we've got a good thing going. Good, good pod.
1: We are going to do more basketball. I just want to let go on. We'll do more basketball this week. We'll have a corner three. It is kind of like the dead week of college athletics, right? Like because of finals. Yeah. Like it's pretty quiet. The the problem that just means no games. We hope it's a
0: quiet. Well, back in the
1: day, it used to be nothing would happen this week, but that is certainly not the case now.
0: So I was still anything really this week. No, because the finals. finals are this week. So they don't, they don't go again until next Sunday. And that's, uh, I think Trey King gets to play. Yeah, it's Trey King Week. Trey King Week. Trey King Week here Trey on, on CycloneFanatic.com. Cyclone,
1: Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Um, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. We've had an uptick in premium subscribers. We are going to give an option this week for people to be able to gift them, which is pretty cool.
0: If you want, need a stocking stuffer for somebody. I, I won't. I won't share too broadly, but you had some good insight on the strength and conditioning yeah, uh, situation. I, I'm convinced
1: there. I know the the guy that they're hiring so, so is, that's I'm not gonna give that out yet as right. free stuff because I'm not
0: technically reporting it, but I have a pretty good idea. And that so. uh yeah good good stuff happening up there. I'm I'm happy <laughs> seems like it I'm happy with where Iowa State's at so let's keep it rolling everybody. I I did want to mention I want to thank the Cyclone Nation. See this is what's cool. We've had seven hundred per purchases on amazon through the we will collective so wow. the, the smile.amazon.com so I'm, oh yeah you should keep pumping this so we so i'm telling you it's in it's free just just look up we will collective incorporated so what does that mean just for an example we get 0.5 percent of every purchase so if we've had well actually no we've had we've had a thousand purchases so let me give you the math here if we've had a thousand purchases the average purchase at fifty dollars and we get 0.5 percent that's twenty five thousand dollars that goes a long way at Iowa State. At it Iowa State goes a long way. So I'm telling, and that's that's in the last two weeks. So anyway, uh, smiled at Amazon.com, a free way you can help the collective and help out Cyclones doing good in the community too. All right, hey, well, let's let's uh, let's let's have a relaxing
1: week, not in Vegas. Yeah, I want to try and have a relaxing week. <laughs> let's let's hope that we can get that Trans Siberia Orchestra going. <laughs> you know, get into the Christmas spirit just a little bit, but not quite. We're going to do English because. We owe our guy English some props.
0: I, we, we heard Party Like a Cyclone out there and, and we thought did, that uh, might be yeah, it. It is was not. not it was did not. not going I'm on. never listening to that song again. Thanks a lot.
1: He's Brent Bloom. I'm Chris Williams. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. Have a great week.
0: Cheers.